the man who died on Tuscarora Lake in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness this week was wearing a life jacket at the time of his death, according to Cook County Sheriff Pat Eliason. William Billy James Cameron, a 29-year-old from Noblesville, Indiana, died May 20th in the Boundary Waters after his group's canoe capsized on Tuscarora Lake, located approximately 50 miles up the Gunflint Trail. The Cook County Sheriff's Office reports there were three people in the canoe at the time of the incident. Two of the people were able to get to an island or shore, while Cameron was reported shortly thereafter as missing. A U.S. Forest Service float plane was called in to assist with search and rescue operations. Cameron's body was found a short time later floating in the water. And joining us now on the phone for more about this tragic story is Natalie Yoconis. She's the girlfriend of Billy Cameron. Natalie, thank you so much for talking with us on WTIP. Yeah, it's, uh, it's no problem. I'm happy to give any information I can. Okay. Well, I wanted to talk with you for two reasons uh, today, and I know this is, is fresh and, and very painful, and I appreciate you so much uh, taking this time to talk with us. I wanted to, to do that, Natalie, primarily for two reasons. Uh, one, for an opportunity so we can learn more about uh, Billy, your, your boyfriend, and, and uh, honor his life in that way, and also uh, for people who are heading out into the Boundary Waters this weekend or doing some some paddling are going to be on the water here in northern Minnesota in the Boundary Waters region here uh, to remind people how how cold the water still is and, and dangerous uh, it can be at this time. So so that's why I wanted to reach out to you. And, and uh, you're at home in Dayton, Ohio, or where are we uh, talking with you at, Natalie? So right now I'm in Carmel, Indiana. I'm at a Billy's mom's house. Um, his two half brothers are here. His sister-in-law is here, and his nieces are here. Um, so we're all together right now, trying to figure things out. Okay, and um, you live in in Dayton, and uh, you're going to medical school or doing your residency. Is that uh, my understanding? Yeah, I live in the Dayton area, and I'm a podiatry resident um, at the VA over there. So um, that's where I am most of the time. And Billy and I have really been kind of in this long-distance relationship for the last five years, but we've made it work. Usually either him or I take turns coming home on the weekends to see each other. Okay. And um, were you in Dayton when you found out the news uh, this week, or, or how did uh, how were you notified about that, Natalie? Yeah, I was in, uh, I was in Dayton. Um, my brother was there with me at the time, and uh, Billy's mom called at around, you know, 9.30, 10 o'clock, and I didn't pick up initially because I was trying to get ready to take a shower, and uh, when she called again, I kind of got this, you know, feeling that maybe something was wrong, so I called her back, and she just told me that, you know, Billy was dead, and um, my world, you know, just came crashing down upon me in a way that I can't really even explain in words. Mm-hmm. And um, it sounds like uh, Billy was a really an outdoor enthusiast and had, in fact, been uh, to the Boundary Waters uh, previously. And, yeah. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about some of his outdoor adventures and why he liked to get outdoors and recreate? Yeah, so, you know, Billy works or worked at a office setting, and he was always wanting and planning and trying to figure out his next, you know, camping or backpacking trip. 
Um, he loved being outside. You know, he loved watching survival, uh, you know, TV shows and watching just people vlog on YouTube about backpacking. And he was always, you know, looking up the best equipment that he could get. He was really big on just researching and preparing. And, you know, Billy was just the absolute happiest person when he could go on these trips. Um, he'd been out to Colorado. He's been out to North Carolina. We've been down to Red River Gorge together. And he had been up to the Boundary Waters a few times previously as well. So this is a guy that, you know, really took his time to make sure he knew what he was doing, prepare, and just have a good time when he was out there. Um, he really made the most of every trip he went on. Hmm. And you mentioned you've been doing a, a long-distance uh, relationship as you're doing your uh, medical school and, and residency and so forth, but uh, that you two have known each other and, and been dating for, for quite some time since uh, the summer of 2011, as uh, right. you, you explained to me. And did you ever get a chance to get outdoors and, and see him at his, in the place that it sounds like he loved to be the most? Yeah, you know, he uh, it took some... Uh the convincing on his end to get me to, you know, go camping and stuff. I'm not too much of a girly girl, but, you know, I do like the comfort of a, a shower and, you know, my own bed. But I did, like, this was our first spring break together, so maybe six, seven months after, you know, we started dating, we took a trip out to North Carolina and, you know, just kind of camped outside and he had everything set up and it was fun. We went to Red River Gorge, I think it was uh, two years ago now, and uh, did like a treehouse uh, camping trip. And he just always loved, um, just always loved just going on hikes, you know, like trying different camping methods out, like tried hammock camping for a bit there. And just, you know, that's what, that's what he loved doing. And uh, it's, my understanding that there were three people in the canoe at the time that uh, this incident happened and were his friends were uh, from Indiana as well. Natalie, did you know them? Yeah. Um, Kurt and TJ uh, are both from Indiana. They've known Billy since, you know, middle school, high school. Um, and um, from what I know, you know, the three of them were, were on the canoe together. I've talked with Kurt and TJ a bit you know, and, um, it just was, you know, like a freak accident from what I understand that the canoe tipped and, um, they spent 10 to 15 minutes initially trying to just flip the canoe over. Um, Kurt told me that pretty much his, uh, legs and arms and fingers, everything was numb within the first five minutes of just being in the water. He said they were able to successfully flip the canoe over at times, but that the waves were so strong that it was filling the boat up with water. Um, so they were never able to successfully get into the canoe. Um, he said Billy was yelling at them, scoop, yelling at them to try to scoop water out. And Kurt said to me that, you know, after that, about that 15 minute mark, Billy just looked at them and said, I'm going to swim for it. Um, TJ, during this whole time, was going in and out of consciousness. Um, 
And Kurt said him and Billy decided to swim up against the current. TJ um, was probably out of consciousness and uh, was going down current. Kurt said that he saw Billy, like, the closest to the shore out of the three of them. Kurt said all he could think about was just trying to swim as hard as he could and had no other thoughts. He says he's not really sure why Billy didn't make it to the shore, but if I had to say why, if I could come up with a reason why, I would think Billy probably turned around to maybe try to save TJ because he was a very selfless man and he would do anything to protect the people he loved. Hmm. And uh, TJ and, and Kurt did, it sounded like, made it to uh, land, an island or, or some, some land, and, and were they then able to, did they explain, notify uh, through an emergency beacon, or how, how did they get the word out that they were in distress and in trouble? Um, I think um, some rescuers found TJ and TJ said that, you know, he was hearing voices and he thought it was, you know, Kurt and Billy and then ended up finding out it was, you know, like a rescue team. I'm not sure how they found Kurt. Um, I haven't really gotten much information there, but um, I know they found Billy's body uh, with the helicopter. So I, I would think they saw the tipped canoe and then maybe looked for his body. Mm-hmm. And uh, have, it sounds like you, you've been able to con- be in contact with uh, both of uh, Billy's friends, TJ and Kurt. And, and are they, we're talking on the on Friday the 22nd here at the start of Memorial Day weekend. Were they headed home or back to Indiana? What was, where were they? Yeah, yeah, they are um, currently on their way back. Um, they, last time I spoke with them um, was this morning. They were getting ready to check out of the hotel and they have a, about an eight hour drive, you know, until they're back in Indy. So um, hopefully, you know, we get to see them soon. Um, I, if I have to say anything about how they feel, you know, they're both absolutely devastated. Mm-hmm. And um, it's my understanding, we, we've been sharing this uh, information for a few days here on our, our local radio station here near the Boundary Waters, WTIP, and uh, that Billy was 29 years old and that he recently uh, celebrated a birthday. Is that right, Natalie? Yeah, his birthday was Monday the 18th. Mm-hmm. And I know it's it's just such a, a hard uh, thing to talk about, but uh, is there anything that you'd like to say to people who are listening to this uh, oh, this weekend? Maybe they're going on a canoe trip uh, to the Boundary Waters or, or just anybody who's hearing this about, you know, how important it is maybe to just be safe on, on this trip or just any, any thoughts for people uh, who, who are hearing this right now, Natalie? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, safety first safety second and maybe coolness third is what I would always say. Um, Billy wasn't someone that wasn't experienced. This is a guy that had been on multiple trips, did his research. You know, this wasn't some guy that was a rookie at this type of stuff and accidents can happen. Accidents are real and that water is cold. So I would always just exercise as much caution as possible. Think, ahead, you know, think if something happens, what's your plan? What are you going to do? You know, because 
with my medical background, I can safely say, like, your your body in that water is just going to go numb and freeze. And your brain is tissue that can freeze as well. So not only will your muscles fail you, but you won't be able to think of what to do. So just, just be prepared and be safe. Um, as someone who's lost, you know, the most precious thing to them, I don't want to wish this upon anyone. So I would just be as safe as possible. And um, hopefully, you know, things go well for everybody. But um, I can't stress enough how important it is to always be as safe as you can. It took a lot of courage, uh, Natalie, to call us and, and make this uh, do this interview here uh, today with this still so fresh. And, and I appreciate that you're, you were willing to do this. It, it means a, a lot. And hopefully uh, people are taking your words to heart uh, that are hearing this. And, and we've been speaking today with Natalie Yoconis, uh, her boyfriend, Billy Cameron, uh, 29 years old from Noblesville, Indiana, died May 20th in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness after his canoes, uh, group's canoe capsized on Tuscarora Lake up the Gunflint Trail. Natalie, thank you so much, and, and please do take care. Thank you.